Hey guys, welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. My name is DJ. I'm here with Danny Collin. What's up, guys? Uh, we are, we're back to resting position, it looks like. I feel fine. Me too. I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not sad. I'm not. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like one of my favorite movies. Are you guys familiar with the movie Biodome? Yeah. Starring of course. Paulie Shore and, and Stephen Baldwin. Nominee. Yeah. Um, you know, you know what the whole Shore. thing about was about the Biodome that they had to do? Like the, the plot of that movie? Uh, was, yeah. Maintain, yeah, they had to like, stay there for a year and maintain it. And then, but maintain the what? What did they have to maintain? Homeostasis. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Giants right. are going back to homeostasis. We were, we were off the rocker the, the first seven weeks of the season. Yeah. Things um, are going weird. Yeah. Yeah. But we're back. Back. All things yeah, are as um, it should be. I, it, it's funny. Uh, you know, as I told you guys, my dad and I went and I really wish it wasn't as rainy and cold as it was. That really made it really crappy. But Colin, everything... the fans are sick of hearing about the troubles of getting to go to all these Giants games. <laughs> Jeez. Wait, wait I, was, the, I had the, to go to the, this game. I had to deal with this person. I had to go to the, this game and I had to deal with that person. And... It, it would matter less if it was fans, but it's it's fan. So I don't I don't think it matters that much. How oh, I now you're making fun it. of our. Are you making fun of your mother, our, our one listener? I'm not making fun of her, but she doesn't <laughs> care if I talk about this. She asks me about it every week. You, you got nothing. You got no leg to stand on right now. All I'm saying is it was crappy out, and we went, and I was telling my father the entire time, the entire game, almost everything that happened in it was, I, I must have seen it the night before. It was just like, this is the kind of game that was going to happen. It happened, and I was like, all right, cool. That's, I mean, this is a much better team than us. Um, you know, injuries uh, all over the place. And uh, yeah, let, let's ride it on out. Lose every game. I mean, I, I was laughing when, when after they scored the third touchdown and I was just like, man, imagine like getting up early in the freaking rain to go sit outside in this game and have paid hundreds of dollars to do it. And I'm just like, that sucks for you. No offense, yeah. Colin. I know you go to plenty of games. I'm just saying like, but if this was like that one game this year that you were yeah. going to, boy, that, yeah. that, that's a bummer. You know, I almost feel, you know, better off having seen the tie. I'm yeah. not sure. Is it worse to see a tie or just to lose? Uh, well, it was a much better experience. I mean, it, it, well, it was, the game was, the game was better. Yeah. I but, mean, the game was close at least. That was a good time regardless, but, uh, you, you will laugh, uh, we did do a phenomenal job of our uh, clothing preparation. We had the ponchos. We had all the layers. We didn't. We didn't get soaked. It was great. It was. It was. That was the victory. It was a small victory for the when day. When did you leave? Is the is the most important question. Uh, uh, there was probably about five minutes ago in the third quarter. I guess that's solid. That's solid. Yeah. No, it was just kind of like we were looking around. It was one crappy play after another and we just looked at each other and, and we didn't even say anything it was just got up and we just walked i out. feel like that's a really important skill to have as a giants fan especially if you go to the game a lot with the same person is just to like be right there with each other yeah we're this it's time it's time well it it, it, it usually starts with uh him going like uh all right we got to see one more offensive drive let, let's let's see how this fails this time in what kind of way, and then once we see that, then we we high tail it. Well, you did miss the best part of the game, which was Tyrod Taylor, but that's okay. Yeah, 
stay stay in there for that with that traffic. I, I don't blame you, man. I forgot you know how what? bad the Meadowlands traffic can be. Uh, GWB wasn't bad. Uh, got out, got in, got out pretty quick. It was a, everything about the day was great except for the game itself. <laughs> Perfect, <laughs> guys. Please it. remember to follow Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow B- BBU Pod Boys with a Z on Twitter. Don't forget to download the DraftKings app. Sign up with promo code TPPN. And uh, you know, now that I'm I'm continuing my gambling streak, my winning streak on DraftKings, uh, I want to thank Boston Scott for scoring that touchdown at the end of the game and uh, hitting my best parlay of the day, big time. Because Boston Scott always destroys the Giants. People yep. forget about that. Yeah, I think it, he was just put in basically. Be like, ah, just get get an easy one like you usually get. Of course. So, I mean, look, the, the score here, 48-22, biggest whopping, I think, since what? It was 2017 against uh, the Rams, if I'm not mistaken. Either wow. way, it's been it's been a few years, and this is the worst margin of victory the Giants have seen in a while. Um, you know, I think we could sit here and just say that it was a bad effort. But I, I think, you know, I want to know what the meaning of this season is to you guys now. Like, where where do we stand? Like, do you think the playoff push is still something that can happen or are you guys like resigned that maybe, you know, the rebuilding year is, is truly upon us even after kind of a hot start. Dan, go ahead with that. Um, I mean, I, I guess the, the playoffs are a possibility. I, I don't like our chances in the remaining four games this season, a, a ton. Uh, we are missing crucial players on both offensive side and defensive side of the ball. Uh, we've been making do on the offense, but really can't make do anymore with the depletion of the defense. Um, I, I viewed this season always as a rebuilding season. I think we all did. And we're surprised obviously by the, by the start. I'm comforted by the fact that we didn't go on a spending spree in the middle of the season. Um, I reassures me that the front office and, and the coaching staff, you know, understand what they have and, are trying to to build here rather than um, you know, get some cheap wins. Uh, I think you know it was a sentiment I had at the beginning of the season when you know I asked you guys, you know, how much do you care that we're winning these games versus you know how how much do you care that like they're be headed in the right direction or being coached well? Like that was the win for me is seeing the the direction that the play calling was was going and seeing in the the player selection and and the spending um that's been the win all season long the winning was sort of a sidebar to me because i you know in a game like this week the talent disparity is so vast that even if we had all our players you know playing a team with that much talent and and similar coaching quality we're never in those games we just don't have that type of roster um I'm, i'm just curious dan quickly like you know if you look at some of the point differentials this this year, you know, they've won by three points, one point, eight point, five points, four points. So it's been close. But if the Giants are on the other side of a few more of those, do we feel the same way about the coaching staff? Do the, how much of those victories really like, you know, play into us and everybody else, you know, really buying into Dable and Kafka and Wink and what they've been doing, do you think? I don't know. I, I feel like we noticed it right away with the, with the, the player personnel. And, and I mean, I, I can't distinguish defense nearly as as obviously as i can distinguish what's going on in the offense so i guess i'm speaking on one side of the ball um i mean i can see the overall totality of the defense which has always been sort of you know arms and 
heads and shoulders above the offense. But I, I feel like it's, it was sort of obvious that we were thinking creatively and putting our players in the position to succeed, especially when we had more of our top tier talent <laughs> available to us on yeah. the offense. <laughs> um, just, just, it was, it was a, it was a day and night difference. I think we all noticed it immediately between the previous coaching regime, Jason Garrett versus Brian Dable and, and Mike Kafka. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and it, and it's, I think it was a matter of kind of the cup runneth over. It got to the point where, you know, the, the proverbial waters were rising uh, against our lack of talent. And there's only so much a creative coach can do in that scenario. So, right. and, the, mean, and the coaching was what got us, kept us in those games and won us those games. Why don't exactly. we ever thought it was. Exactly. The and personnel. the idea that, um, I mean, TJ, you delved a little bit deeper than I did. I just, I don't know. I just didn't bother because I know it was a cesspool of uh, any of the, the people out there like calling for Dable's head and stuff like that. Like get real people get real. Like that is insanity. Those to me, the people that are saying Joe judge is better than Dable are probably the same people who are like dead set on Daniel Jones being re-signed to a giant deal. Yeah. yeah. Just sort of like weak, week to week only paying attention to small things and like maybe daniel jones is a bad example of that too because you know if you looked at him this game or last game you're like great he's efficient 169 yards in the touchdown yeah come on for real that's yeah. that this is the guy that you want to invest in and build your team around moving forward it's it doesn't Those make are a his, lot of sense objectively yeah his a giants fan nobody nobody who isn't a giants fan feels that way yeah his average stat line is what you're you're your basement stat line should be yeah, for a Agreed. franchise quarterback. Agreed. You build on that from that should from... be your, your worst day. And that's yeah. his every game. Exactly. Yeah. He's been maximized to the fullest extent that this offense can do yeah. or that the coordinators and coaching can do for him. And Although... everyone's going to say like, you, you can't evaluate him based on, but at a certain point it's, it's four seasons. There's, there's enough to go on that you can, you can glean from that much data, what you have there. And I saw the most insane thread. Someone with a, a verified check on Twitter was saying, you know, oh, they paid uh, $8. <laughs> I think this was before that. No. I think he's like a, a writer for something. Uh, but was like, you know, in response to the Daniel Jones hate was like, if you switch, if you switch quarterbacks and had gave the giants, the roster, Oh God, yes, Daniel yes. Jones had like, it would be the same outcome. And there, and it's just like, who, who are you to, to look at Daniel Jones at Jalen Hurts and and think they're the same the same quality? It, it's I mean, just look, look at Hurts was putting such good touch on on the ball, and you know he's a way better athlete, a way better runner. Um, he's way better at throwing the football. I mean, if you look at some of the you know the, when they let Jones throw down the field, what did he do? He threw into double a terrible throw into double coverage. This is the only shot he took all game. Meanwhile, Hurts is you know hitting guys tiptoeing out the sideline you know, right out the gate for touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. It's not even yeah. close. No. Give me a break. I actually, I noticed also too, and I, I know it's, it's, I kind of, I was speaking with my dad about it and like, I kind of counter, uh, I was counterintuitive with my, myself. I was almost talking to myself in the conversation without allowing him to answer first, because I said something like Kafka had some very questionable play calling especially when stuff was just not working period. And he kept going back to it. And what in particular I remember is uh, going for these uh, three to five step drop plays that first off, we don't have the line for it. You can't do that. And why are you doing it so much? 
And I was like, am I going to get down on Kafka because of that? And I was also at the same moment, I was like, yeah, but he has a playbook. He has garbage players. He's going to pick some plays every once in a while, regardless of whether or not on paper it looks like it should work or not. So I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think about the play calling? I feel like sometimes it gets a little weird. Or is it just so limited? I think that they're calling the plays that they can based upon the personnel available to them. And I think more importantly is that they always try to hammer the run as much as they can. And ever since teams really, you know, started to mitigate Saquon, it really, you know, shows what your offense really is. It shows who Daniel Jones really is. And that is a quarterback and a team that cannot win unless your offense runs through Saquon Barkley. And, you know, if you're, if he's, if he's averaging over hundred yards on scrimmage per game, like he was at the beginning of the year, Fine. But now that he's, you know, averaging 60 yards from scrimmage, I think around it's, it's just not feasible. And Jones can't be the guy that can throw the ball downfield. And fine. You want to say the offensive line had an atrocious game. Um, Andrew Thomas giving up sacks. Evan Neal had, you know, an awful game. We don't have pass, pass catchers. You know, Isaiah Hodgins is doing as much as he can. I hope, you know, he come, he's a guy that comes back next year. Uh, not as your number one receiver, no. but you know, three or four. I just don't, think that Kafka and Dable can run the offense that they really would love to run. And I think that you're going to search for a new quarterback for that reason, because you can't run your offense with Daniel Jones, the offense you want to run. If they could, we have would have seen it already. Yeah, it's going to be, I mean, you made the joke yesterday of should we just start doing the off season pod starting today? And like, I want it. I want to delve into that stuff so bad. I mean, I know we got four games left, but like, can I, do you want to do? Can I throw something out there that I've been thinking a lot about offseason wise? Yep. Lamar Jackson to the Giants. Oh my God. Then yeah. How? Um, because because I feel like a lot of these guys before they hit their final year, if you have a top tier quarterback, have been getting re-signed earlier because yeah. teams have you know been wanting to mitigate the fact that you know the salary threshold is a lot lower when you're on your rookie deal. Could piss some people off, you know. Um, plenty of dudes the have been signed before. Yeah, plenty of dudes have been signed before their deal's over. I think that you've heard some rumblings about them not being close. And I think that he might want to walk. And I think a bigger market and not too far from where he is now with a potential to be with, you know, some dynamic coaches. I think that's something that's possible. I'm not going to say, you know, I'm hearing rumors, but I do think that Lamar might want to move on. And I do think the Giants are a very good landing spot for him if he does. And that'll be an interesting team to watch and an interesting. They could do everything they ever wanted to do on offense with him. Yeah, it would be a very exciting kind of thing. I mean, would this would this would you consider this his next? Well, obviously, on paper, it's like this would be his next era. But like, would he even change his play getting older? probably realizing, ah, you know, I mean, he's going to run regardless. There's going to be running. He's going to, you know, use his athleticism when he needs to. But I don't know if it's going to be so first. uh, I think think Dable and Kafka would have an interesting approach to his utilization. Yeah. I think Greg Roman has a very specific sort of run game they like to run. Is he he still offensive coordinator for the Ravens? I have no idea. Um, I believe so. At least he was for the past like four years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause that, that offense basically devolves into relying on Lomar to create everything. Yeah. Greg Roman is correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it, it wants to be a power run game mm-hmm. with the threat of Lamar to run to open up 
more running essentially. I think if you were able to sign a player like Lamar, they would go out and get receivers to, to open the field because Lamar is also a great passer. Um, And clearly you can't run as much as he does and make it very long. Yeah. I mean, you Which, know, he's had a season. He threw 40 touchdown passes. You know, he yeah. can throw the ball. It's a yeah. it's a big misconception that he can't. I think that, you know, a lot of time their receiver help has been, you know, less than Bad. stellar. Garbage, I mean, yeah. Was the last yeah. time the Ravens had a really good wide receiver who wasn't, you know, at the end of their career? They uh, arguably have ever. Yeah. Ever. Next to the Giants, they probably have the, the worst. Derek Mason is the last one I can think of. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, I mean, I can't even. I can't even think of any. Steve There's Smith no senior. Well, yeah, Steve Smith and Anquan Bolden at the end of their career. Derek Ma- Derek Mason was the only guy who was on that team for any amount of time. I feel like. Yeah, I can't. Marquise like Brown it, was pretty good, but. There's not really again. like that guy. There's not that. Uh, you know, the guy that was the Anquan of you know, Arizona. They they never had it, and that's going back twenty years, twenty five years, mean, or thirty. Anquan years wasn't even you know the Larry Fitzgerald of Arizona. He was well, always the number two guy. You know. Yeah. Number one yeah, in my heart. Yeah. Mark yeah, Andrews is it needs some credit though, because he's amazingly good. Hey, what about if the Giants get um Patrick Mahomes? What do we do then? Oh well, well considering he's locked up to a deal <laughs> for the rest of his life, well, I don't know. Let's <laughs> talk about more things that's not gonna happen. So well, well I'm no, just saying I mean, there, if he if he tests free agency, which it looks like he might, that's a possibility based upon how teams have been locking up dudes earlier than they need to. I mean, would you imagine that he would have signed a deal at least halfway through the year? Yeah. At least that's what I was thinking was going to happen, but or, it hasn't happened. So who or knows? is it is the 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 absolute stinker in Denver scaring people? No, I mean they're, you're not going to give up draft equity, but I mean you'll you'll definitely sign a deal that if it doesn't work out for you is going to hinder your team for a very very long time. Wait, you're not going to give up draft equity to sign Lamar Jackson? If he's a free agent, you wouldn't have to. I mean, unless there's oh, some oh, free compensatory system that you don't lose a pick on if you lost another guy. No, um, no. I mean, he's uh, a free agent. Uh, it's a lot of draft equity for trading for. Yeah, I mean, it's probably three <laughs> first round picks yeah. plus. Yeah, That's yeah, dumb. Yeah. I would never want to do that ever. Yeah. Um, uh, Steffi Smalls posted something that was hilarious about Russell Wilson. Um, the the team plane has touched down on the runway. Uh, to wherever their away games have been recently, more times than the amount of touchdowns that he's thrown, which is a very <laughs> silly thing, but very funny. And I, I appreciated that very much. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think the first one she posted was uh, Russell Wilson has more bathrooms in his house than yeah. he does touchdown yeah. passes. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a guy that that has a weekly TikTok where he, he runs down, he does a recap of the number of bathrooms in his house versus the touchdowns. It's uh, <laughs> That's this guy awesome. is pretty funny. Oh, what's his name? Good. Give him a shout out. Uh, <laughs> Garrett on TikTok. <laughs> right, Garrett on TikTok. I don't know. Uh, they 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 banned TikTok on my phone. The government. Really? Well, they're doing that now, aren't they? I don't know. It's gonna piss off a lot of nineteen-year-olds. Wait, why are they doing that? Because it's you know like a security risk. Because Chinese government is like putting spyware on it to uh, go on your phone. Sick. That sounds like cons- like a conspiracy theory, but it's actually true, I believe. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, whatever. Um, let's get back to this Eagles game. <laughs> this guy's <laughs> like just like listening to to. to I was trying to remember phone. how he did it. He's he goes like he's like this week. You know, the Broncos played the Raiders. Russell did not have any touchdown passes. Meanwhile, at his home, 
the, there was no remodeling or extensions made to this house. <laughs> there remains 13 toilets in Russell Wilson's house. <laughs> There's toilets hold out a four, a four toilet edge against touchdowns. One. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I, I do want to go back to the Eagles game. Um, just because, I, you know, it, it wasn't a horrible beatdown. It wasn't fun to watch, but I don't think that we need to be upset or as Giants fans need to yeah. be upset because, you know, for a lot of things, what you guys said about, you know, starting hot, you know, having good coaching, um, you know, it was six and one. Now it's been one, four and one ever since. But I think, you know, we're finally getting to see who the Giants actually are as a team. Mm-hmm. And I think that we were all really blinded in the beginning of the year. And I think once a couple injuries start to happen, you really start to see how uber thin the roster is. Yeah, and it really just gives you a better look on where we need to go. And if you look last year, the Giants won four games. They added, you know, a couple guys in free agency. What like Feliciano and Glowinski, who are all just placeholders. They're all on one-year deals. They were all unfavorable contracts. They're we're signing people. But they couldn't even field fifty-three guys half the time. Well, they had to be, a multi-year deal. Uh, Glowinski had two, I think. Yeah. but that was about it. But, you know, I, I think where this ends up being is that at the end of this year, we're going to have a lot of cap space. We're going to have a lot of draft equity. Yeah. And we're in a really good position for the future. And if we lose every single game right now, I don't care. I don't care yeah. anymore because we were never a team that was going to win the Super Bowl. You know, if the Giants make the playoffs, that's going to be amazing. But I still don't think that might, that's going to happen at this point. I think there's a lot of surging teams while we're starting to fall off. Um but you have to just be happy where we are and you have to be happier than we were, you know, with the, I would say it a hundred times, competent coaching in front office. And I just think that they're not doing anything stupid. They're not kicking the can down the road and the giants are just going to have a great off season and be in a good spot. And I think a lot of the young people are going to really make leaps and bounds in the next few years because of the coaching staff we have. So there's no yeah. reason to be upset. Just take it for what it is. The Giants were never that good. Yeah, that's that's it. It it seems that uh, I I guess a a lot of our uh, podcasting uh, comrades in (laughs) in the the Twitter Twitter sphere are are more or less along the same lines as as this feeling, too. It's just a lot of other people that are. are, It's just very confusing to me. It's almost like uh, we've all forgotten how the last 15 years has gone or is there just this big new generation of fans that are much younger than us that we just don't know how they think. Is that possible? Mm. Yeah. I don't think they're necessarily younger fans that are like super pro. Well, what I've seen is like, there's that random, like bad picture of some middle-aged guy on Twitter with like a, like a, a name and a bunch of numbers who just got on there because he wants to read about the giants. And Mm. he's saying the same thing as like, some of these seemingly college age people. And it's like, not that it's split up uh, age wise, but it seems like there's a lot on either end. And I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to figure it out. It's like a case study. I don't, I don't know if it's an age thing. I think it's an IQ thing. You know what I mean? Idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Idiots. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really funny again to like, look at points scored though. If you, if you go down the line, yeah. most points this year is 27 points. And we had a 24 put a 24 once and uh that's about as far away from the number 20 as we get for the entire season whoa yeah well they shouldn't have they shouldn't have had 20 points this game either because garbage time touchdowns Mm. oh yeah 
However, and the, I want yeah. I'm ready for Tyrod. I'm ready to see Tyrod start next game. Uh, they're not gonna start him. They're not gonna do that. Perfect, Why would they? Perfect passer. <laughs> plus another 40 yards in the ground. Great, great scramble <laughs> on a on a fourth and fifteen for the first down. I love it. I, I want to see it. I want to see it. I, and you know what? It, I know that Lamar Jackson thing is a huge pipe dream, but I'm just saying at this point, if you're thinking about moving on from Jones and you have Tyrod Taylor and your team signed to a two-year deal, see if he can be your bridge quarterback next year. Throw him out there. Yeah. See what he's got left. See if he can be your guy next year, um, you know, either to mentor someone young or, you know, bridge that gap until you draft someone, if not this draft, then the next draft. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a bad idea at this point. It's time to get thinking about next year. You know, we really need to start thinking about next year. Do, do you know that I didn't even know that Tyrod was in the game because usually after these games with with Dad, um, we don't turn on the radio. We don't listen to the game on the way home either. So I, there's no there's no knowing of what's happening. Did you guys sit in silence? No, we listen to music. <laughs> No, yeah, we sit in silence. So you don't turn on the radio, so I'm like, <laughs> well, the radio's on. You guys just not, listen to each other cry. You no, know, nah, <laughs> not even. We weren't even mad. What'd you listen mad. to? Steely Dan? Uh, no, it was, it was like I don't know, whatever was on the FUV station the other day. I don't know. Somebody's gonna just picture you Bad and dad, you and your dad, always listening to Steely Dan. <laughs> That's I would love to. I'm sure he'd get sick of it after a while. I mean, I wouldn't. You ever. too, right? Mostly you too. No, we don't. I don't really listen to you. Thin Lizzy. Your dad right, so now it's just Irish bands. Van that's Morrison. It. That's yeah. it. No, no. We listen to our favorite Italian rockers. Cranberries. No, there are no Italian rockers. That's why. Gar- what? No one knows them. Who are they? Uh, every Shredder from 1980s. No, no. Or- Italy. From Italy. From the from the boot. Rockers? Yeah. Luchadala? Who's that? Uh, fuck. <laughs> Get with Luchadala? it, dude. Luchadala? Yeah, yeah, baby. I'm making names up. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll play you some bangers, guys. Oh, Don't okay. worry about it. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's awesome get that on Mary, Arrows. Oh, dude. Oh, you really, you, you've gone down the, the rabbit hole. Is this, are these all metal? Is this metal? No, this isn't. This is like power pop. Power pop. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, there's a lot of good rock bands. Poland. Do they? Yeah. I'm, did I ever tell you this story? Uh, one time I was walking home from work and I was walking through the park. Um, and I went to go smoke a cigarette on the park bench. And this guy comes and sits down next to me. He's just blasting music. He's absolutely wasted. And he makes me sit there and listening to like these Polish punk songs for like 45 minutes. He spoke no English. It was really funny. <laughs> and I had good? a great time. And, and I was just like, I think I need to leave. He's like, one more song. <laughs> <laughs> just absolutely wasted. I don't know. I vibe with these people sometimes, even though we didn't speak any English. It was still cool. It's all vibes. Yeah, it's all, a vibe. it's all vibes, man. Vibes, bro. It's fucking yeah. Guys, we got to break some more Giants news. Oh? Yeah, Sam Bakeman-Fried is, was arrested in the Bahamas just now. Yeah, I saw that. And, uh, yeah, and, and Kyler Murray uh, season might have just ended. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's just cut off the field. I don't know. He's I didn't dead. see it. I'm not watching it. Just Twitter. Wow. No, yeah. Wow, it's great. Well, well now about, he can about... play all the, the, the Call of Duty he wants. Good for him. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. 
Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. As I said before, I've been doing quite well on those parlays, guys. You should definitely check it out. It's really amazing um, and easy to win, you know, I think, anyway. And then, you know, until you don't win. <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN to place a $5 bet in any NFL team to win their game and get a $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. How about, like, about the game? How about anything good? What was good? Um, Gary Brightwell. Gary Brightwell. He's got a bright future. Yeah, you know, I mean, he didn't do a hell of a lot. But, like, when he was given the ball, he was running hard, you know, north and south. And it was good. It was nice. It was like, okay, he's got some power. And it's good to see someone else in there besides uh, our usual. So, Yeah, when they, like, showed Saquon on the sideline during that sequence when he didn't play for, like, a couple series, I was like, do you? it looks like a guy who realizes he's not going to be on this team next year. Really? <laughs> That's just what I thought when well, I looked at what, did he, he look he looked bummed out or Yeah, well he I mean I guess I I mean he had the injury, but then the announcer said that the Giants medical staff said it, he wasn't being held out because of an injury. I, I believe that's what the yeah, announcer said. It was planned. So I don't really know exactly what that deal was if he was on the pitch count or whatnot. But I mean you clearly didn't see much of a change with him in the game and not in the game, did you? No. no. Why guys? Because Running backs, Running backs don't, don't matter. matter. Yeah. <laughs> um. How about the how about Aziz and 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 Thibodeau, though? That to uh, me was the brightest spot of the game. The Giants' uh, pass rush was pretty good. Um. I think there just there were times when the Eagles are just so good. I mean, I, I, there was a play. I think it was the beginning of the second quarter, and then basically Giants had a free rusher. Jalen Hurts had no time to throw, and he just you know tossed a first down, real touch throw. On the yeah. side, I think it was to Quay Walker. I was like, you know, you can do whatever you can. You have a literally a free rusher running straight at this guy, and he's still making these throws. So, yep. I mean, it was just hard. But, you know, as he said, two sacks, I think Thibodeau was disrupting a lot. It just – in my, where my mindset is now, just thinking about the future, it's like you got these two guys. You have Aziz, um, you have Aziz Uzzurari and Thibodeau, and then you have Dexter Lawrence. It's a great three people to kind of build your front seven around moving forward. It, and, you know, funny. maybe Micah McFadden can be included in there if he steps up a little bit moving forward. It, it's funny you say both of those things because uh, we talked about that exact thing. I want McFadden to be the next Chase Blackburn kind of guy. I want him to, like, be the king of the special teams and, like, play linebacker when he's really needed and, like, start some games here and there. But I also uh, – we were discussing how there's, like, a, there's a solid three to seven player core that would be cool going forward to, to not build around, but to have that, like, you know, we have the experience of being on this team and this coaching staff and like, let's, let's do this transition into, uh, you know, the land of better players coming in and um, it's there. I mean, we have good players that can be used going forward. It's just a matter of, you know, really dumping a whole new pool of, of, of new talent in there. I think you have, you know, more than half, of your starting roster in your defense next year. Sure. In, in your Thibodeau, your, your, uh, your Aziz, Dexter Lawrence, as I mentioned before, and I think Adoree Jackson, Julian Love, and Xavier McKinney are all locks. Darnay mm -hmm. Holmes, if you want to include the slot. Yep. So, I mean, they're going to need a lot of help at cornerback. I think safety is pretty solid. They have a good crew back there if they can maintain that into next year, but they really do need help at cornerback. It, yeah. It's blindly obvious. You know, Fabian Moreau, 
had a, a bunch of good games and he's, you know, kind of been exposed without a Dory Jackson out there having to kind of take over that number one role. Yeah. Um, he had another rough game um, and there's really nobody else to play. Cordell yeah. fought, you know, shined a little bit here and there. He's young. That's yeah. nice. Um, we'll see what we get back from Aaron Robinson. But, you know, I think in the first few games he played this year, we kind of saw that maybe he wasn't a starter, but, you know, someone who could be quality depth. And then, you know, Zion Gilbert was your highest rated P- PFF player this week, which that's is funny. Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think that there are positives. The offense, I think, you know, obviously, who who comes back from the offense in your mind? I can think of four people. Well, it, it, it's not going to be Bellinger <laughs> next week because he's injured now. Well, I'm saying just <laughs> next year. Next year. Who, who, who do you want on the team? <sighs> maybe off. five people, maybe, I can think of. Um, I mean – all right. Well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go offensive line. You, you, the bookends, uh, Thomas and Neil. Yeah, uh, Nick Gates and no one else. Yeah, That's Bellinger. Bellinger. And then, and then I say I, I would love to see I, I kind of Isaiah Hodgins back, but that's like a fringe guy. So, he, but I, think I mean, right, man, there's really he, only he, Bellinger and the two tackles are really the only people I really really want back. I think Nick Gates is a, a fun guy to have in the team too. So I would love to oh, see him back. But. I don't know if they showed it, but he was belly boying hard in pregame. Dan, I can't believe you haven't brought up this yet. Um, You're supposed well, to stay on top of these things. <laughs> oh, I, bar- I barely watched the game. I had to work. So uh, it, was, oh. it, was, it, was, it was it was an easier game for me to not to watch, but I, I had it on in the background. I couldn't really pay attention. Yeah, he was uh, he was he was representing the BBs everywhere hard. And I was I was wondering if he was going to play the game like that. But I feel like he'd be fined by Roger Goodell or something if he didn't put his jersey down. I don't know. I did see someone wearing knee pads that like had their number. Like, oh yeah, in Boston. Oh, wait, them. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah, knee yeah. or thigh. And I think knee. it was. Uh, I think yeah. it was knee. Huh. And I was like, is that a uniform violation? No, no. They, they people do it, and they've been doing it for a couple of seasons. But it, I don't know. I guess when it's uh, when it's wet out, you see it more because you know, you know. I wet, did see wet. like uh, a college game where it was like raining, and the dude looked like he had a black thong on underneath his white pants. <laughs> That was really confusing to me. And he actually had like this robust behind as well. Mm. Not, you know, not you got to give credit where credit's due. I'm not saying this in a sexual way, but you know. No, I'm jealous of that. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah. sometimes you got to give big ups to your, 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 your homies, you know? Yeah. Your bros. I, yeah, I mean. That's like the one thing that girls do that men should do when they're like, oh, you're slaying it. Be like, yo, bro, you look fresh today. Uh, you know, that happens. I, I think we do that. Yeah, it should happen more, though. I'm saying it should be more yeah. ubiquitous amongst people's friends groups, you know, mm, talking up your boys. Yeah, I mean, I'd talk I you mean, up if I saw you more, man. We're all we got. <laughs> no, I mean, we do it. We're good with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, saying, yeah. I think there's a lot of circles that, you know, uh, have this like sort of uh, feeling that they're being gay by saying something yeah. nice to another man, which is I don't <laughs> think is accurate. No, do you think I have a feeling they all support for, uh, giving Daniel Jones all the money too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, dudes, dudes who don't compliment one another also want to sign Daniel Jones to forty million dollars. Also year. compliment Daniel Jones a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the only guy. <laughs> yeah, what, what? Why can you? Why can you say all these things about Daniel Jones but not about anybody else? <laughs> no, I can't tell your friends. Like, oh man, Daniel Jones. You see Daniel Jones with his shirt off and, and training camp. He looked cut, bro. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like your hat too. He's like, what? What are you gay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we should be talking about this. No, probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably not. 
I mean, what like what else are you going to talk about? The Giants are the Giants. We all know who we are right now. We've, yeah. we've come to realize that it was all a lie. Said, it was all, what was else lie. are we going to talk about? There are we, so many things in the yes. world we could talk about. Not our theory that all Daniel Jones fans are homophobes. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's the only thing. <laughs> got to talk about it. Elf, everyone's thinking we got to talk about it. Uh, everyone's it's, it's on the tip of everybody's tongue. Yeah. So. <laughs> Al Michaels is going to bring it up next time. Well, he's never going to do a giant game, but uh No, no. Oh man. Yeah, I uh, it's 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 crazy. How, uh, I was looking it up yesterday. Uh, Al Michaels only makes 16 million dollars a year, which was only 4 million more dollars than he was making before he went to Amazon. Hmm. But he's also 70. So is this like like the last thing? This is the last hurrah. Oh, yeah. Right? He's done. He's done soon. Probably. Just like one, two, two more seasons and that's it. It's only 11 games or something, too. I think he, he he's also just been kind of like a, a body pushed in front of a TV camera, too. He's not really saying a hell of a lot. Uh, everything he says is interchangeable. It doesn't matter the player he's talking about. Yep. This is the same generic. Yeah. I mean, and, he always and, had like usually the best color commentator next to him his whole career so yeah. he didn't really have to be like that well he just had to be able to be accurate and sound cool ha- have you ever seen uh <laughs> sound old it, yeah. it, it, it was floating it... around uh uh the internet recently there's a, a video of chris collinsworth when he was like in college or right out of or maybe getting into college or something like that and i saw it's like... it no it's like right yeah was it was it in college oh, or God, like right horrible. in like the first year in the nfl or something you have seen it right yeah it's really dated and gross and like he's talking about high school girls and he's just like the best two lines are i like girls that are a little dumb because you can trick them yep yeah and the second line was young girls really like me like 14 to 18 that's my sweet spot because once they get a little older they realize that i'm not that great and then the third line was there's a player you guys should really sign to a huge contract. His name Mike is Mike Jones. Oh. <laughs> you know, I think in I think in 30, 40 years the Giants should re-sign Daniel Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Although I do have to give him some sort of credit. That that slide in when he when he starts uh in the beginning of the game, in the you know, his famous slide in. Al Michaels is talking. You know what I'm talking about, right? You've seen this? Oh, I think you're talking about Daniel Jones. Oh no! Famous. Daniel Jones has nothing famous about him. You know what I? Yeah. Say? Oh yeah, a comment on Jack. Talking <laughs> He's got nothing about. famous <laughs> about him. No. Yeah. You know what? I saw there was a couple things on Twitter. I saw and it was like you know re-sign Danny Dimes. And I'm like who who calls him that? What what dimes is he throwing? Because uh, Dilfer like, called him that like in passing once. He threw like one good pass good and people dimes, latched onto it. Passes. Another person I saw was you know Daniel Jones is not the problem. And I think that's a lot. That exact statement is a lot of the issue I have with these people because just because you aren't the problem doesn't mean you are the solution. Yes. And he is not the solution. He might not be the problem, but he's not the solution. Not at all. No. Not a guy you're going to build around. It's just, I, it's it's so frustrating to me that, you know, this mentality. Hey, and like, it, it, it goes hand in hand with the idea of being quite okay with losing on out. That only helps us in the, the whole uh, case with him. It'll be so much easier for the front office, especially Mara, to be okay with signing off on, on letting him walk, you know? Because that's what it's going to come down to, and I hate, regardless. I hate that you're right about that. I hate right? that because it should just be about, you know, what happens on the field. 
and I really, really hope, and I think this is going to be more with Saquon than Daniel Jones, because I think Mara is really going to push to re-sign Saquon. Yeah. And he needs to stand fast to what he said at the beginning of the season is that he is going to let the football guys make the football decisions for the Giants. And as long as he d- lets that happen, I think, you know, the future is going to be good for this team. If they throw $16 million a year at Saquon Barkley, then the Giants are screwed, mm. basically. You know, everyone needs to realize that. You know, I think the Saquon re-signing would be vastly worse than a Daniel Jones re-signing. You know, I, I think going back to your, your thought of seeing Saquon on the sideline, maybe that face was really him thinking, like, there's no way with us losing these games that I'm going to be here next year. There's no way. Because maybe, you know, he's behind the scenes. He knows how everyone's thinking. Yeah, there's lip service being paid for, uh, paid by uh, Dable. And, like, the coaching staff is probably like, oh, we love we love him. And, like, we, he pro- they probably tell him, like, yeah, we love you on this team, blah, blah, blah. But no one's going to be so transparent and forthright about that. If they really already know he's not going to be here and they're not going to spend the money on him, that's it. They'll placate him. They'll th- they'll throw him a deal, you know, yeah. that's probably a low ball and, and you know, give him a reason why it's a low ball yep. to not, you know, make the relationship strained when it's over. It's business. And I think that's what's going to happen. And yeah, exactly. I mean, so many holes, so many holes, man. It's it's brutal. I mean, we just said, you know, three guys on offense we want to have back. That's a whole new starting unit you're going to either need to draft or get out in free agency. Like I said before, luckily, you know, unlike last offseason – when the Giants were giving guys off the street one-year deals for nothing, we now are going into an offseason with a plethora of cap space. Um, they're sitting pretty. You know, don't be upset that, we, that we're going to lose games the rest no. of the year. That's all I can say to people out there. Don't be upset. We're going to go storming into this offseason, and, and we're going to come out way better next year. And next year is the time when, you know, depending on what happens at quarterback, when you're really going to start to look at where this team is going to be and what they're gonna, really going to look like. Um, you know, especially on defense and, and part of the offense, I think we'll be ready to. Yeah, I will say this and losing is losing regardless of how it, how it happens, but I wouldn't be opposed to uh, losing games like the ones we won already this year. Those close games were just on the other side of it, showing fight and showing that the coaching staff is able to inspire who's left to want to fight. That's going to be paramount going into the offseason. I, I would like to not lose 48 to 22 from here on out. I think that mm-hmm. would unfortunately continue to get certain uh, subsects of the uh, fan base with their knives out with the coaching staff, which uh, let them do what they're going to do. It's not going to change. These guys are going to be around for the next three years, I'd say. Minimum. Um, I mean, you hope, you hope a decade. Uh, well, well, I mean, on the low end in terms of depending on what the uh, the outcome. Yeah, are. I know what you. I know what you're saying. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, um, I, it's just it's just a silly thing to be calling for Dable's head if you want to bring that up again. I, I read that and I was like, you know, people saying Joe Judge was a better coach than Brian Dable. That's insane. I mean, you know, if if, if I want to give any credit to anyone, you know, maybe last year they were not able to really run a, a good offense either because of the same reason they can't really run a great offense this year. However, I've seen what Dable and Kafka have done with better players. And I've seen what Jason Garrett has done with better players. And I couldn't say that they're anywhere close to each other. Because no. Jason Garrett is very antiquated. We have a brand new, you know, forward thinking scheme that can be implemented once they have the right people to, you know, implement it for them. It's just yeah. going to take some interior linemen. And and I think, you know, depending <laughs> and on one, whether... And at, a wide receiver that can run faster than a 4-4. Four, four. 
<laughs> well, I mean, still- I would prefer just a number one receiver. I think Slayton stays on the team. I think Hodges stays on the team. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. I we would need like a wide receiver. Those, yeah. those we, need, two, we need many wide receivers. Yes. Yeah. Those two is like three and four is, is great. That's great. Awesome. Get, get some really decent guys in front of them. And then, you know, you have Wandale. They'll, they're still, I mean, yeah. uh, like your number one receiver, Richie James, for instance. Yeah. Right. He Shepard's, surpassed Slayton again this week. <laughs> number one receiver, baby. Yeah. Shepard's yeah, Shepard's not, he's not sticking around. There's no way. There, there's no reason to resign him. No. I think he's he's done. He's gonna. He should just transfer to a coach. I agree. That would be amazing, actually. I think that you might see him sign with somebody else, and he might get hurt in training camp, and that'll be the last you ever see of him. Which is unfortunate because I love I love Sterling. I think we all love Sterling, yeah. but injuries get you, man. It's it's just part of the game, unfortunately. Yeah, it's too bad. Do you guys want to? Uh... Oh, I mean, we'll be remiss not to talk about some special teams real quick. Um. So, okay. I've never seen that before. (laughs) The dropped punt. Yeah, that, uh, we were talking about him in, uh, warmups because Gillen was, was dropping a lot of snaps. No, he was kicking the crap out of the ball and it was, it was well done. Like, it was like, all right, this looks good. This makes me feel a little bit better. And then as soon as he put a bunch of players in front of him, he just takes a shit. So I don't know. A couple okay punts during the game. Yeah, pinned him down a few times. I mean, I just don't, you know, I think the worst part of that whole thing is like not knowing what the rules are. You drop the ball and did you, inst- I mean, maybe he did know the rules. He just instinctually went to yeah, kick it when it was on the what, ground. That's what happened. I'm just saying, you know, that's, <laughs> you basically just gave them a touchdown and they scored immediately. I, I don't know. It's like, and why, I get it's raining. Does it not rain? In Scotland, I thought it rained a lot in Scotland. You're not used to holding a ball that's wet. I, I'm well, he, he hasn't lived there in in 15 years, so I, there's no. I, that's not well. Everyone keeps talking about and calling him a Scottish hammer, so I'm just going to play up with it. You know? Okay, that's fine. Yeah, um, um, yeah, but yeah. I mean, what a gross play. And then they were doing awful. You know, the rest of the time too. Oh, coverage Austin was Scott. was was piss poor for the most part. I mean, there was Austin Scott, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I just like it seems that. <laughs> When it rains, it pours, and the special teams unit is god awful. What uh, McGahey, whatever his name is, like I guess he's got to go. I don't know. There's, there's, they're just not. It's been consistently bad this entire season, and all sure facets of special teams too. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's been. I mean, well, give not Graham Gano. Graham no, Gano has no. been the bright spot. No, it, however, and, you're right. The coverage has been bad. The punting hasn't been great. Um, you know, Riley Dixon's a 49er now. He seems to be playing okay. Yeah, long was terrible well, too. Casey Kreider, great long snapping. That's important. So oh, he's yeah. Look, don't 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 ever say something bad about Casey Kreider, Colin. No, okay, no. we were doing some snaps in the Giants parking lot two weeks ago. It was fun. Oh, I forgot to send you the picture. Uh, Steph uh, took a picture of me uh, snapping at the uh, at the extra point line. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I see that. I'll, I'll send that. All right, uh, should we should we talk a little Commodores before we go? Uh, I love Lionel Richie. Hmm. Brick house. Yeah. Yeah, she's a brand. Oh, All right, oh, yeah. Um, so we're gonna go see the comments. <laughs> no, uh, I think this game is gonna suck, and I think the Giants <laughs> are very unhappy. I think they're they're beat down right now. I think the Washington football team has had two weeks to study film from last game and this game, and uh, I'm not confident in in any stretch of the imagination that the Giants can come out with a victory in this one. I'm really not. Especially they're going to bring get. I think Chase Young is coming back, so it's only mm-hmm. going to bolster that front seven, which is already pretty good. Um, and Taylor Heineke, you know, has the edge of quarterback. 
Um, they clearly have the edge at wide receiver. Um, yeah. And they got, you know, Riverboat Ron. Put all his Thanks. cards on the table. Oh, I'm not doing this again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's enough, nothing enough left to say. That. <laughs> enough of that nickname. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to automatically say we're going to lose, but I, I'll, I'll definitely say it's going gonna, it's gonna to be not fun to watch the entire thing. Yeah, I look forward to not having fun next Sunday to watch the game. Although, Colin, I might watch it with you if it doesn't get flexed. But did it get, it did is it get flexed. flexed? It got flexed. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, well, I guess I'm going to watch by myself and with uh, my daughter. So oh, it's, uh, uh, no, it it's going to be great, a – But I haven't watched the game with Colin all year. Man. Yeah, oh. it's, it's going to be a, um, a horrific nationally televised game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well. Hmm. I hope it rains. I'm Are only you only happy when it rains? When it rains? Oh, yeah. God darn it. We're talking about <laughs> Scot- Scottish bands, right? No, we're talking about garbage. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. And football and, and music. Look at that. And Scotland. Doubled and up to garbage. Shirley Manson. But, you know, I don't care who wins the game. Um, I do hope it's entertaining. Um, I would love if the Giants won. Um, but if they don't win, you know, I'm okay. I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm let's good, man. Let's tie them again. Let's do two ties. What yeah, yeah, yeah. Two ties. <laughs> What was the last? I wonder the last time a team had two ties in one season, or if that ever happened. Well, tying the I, same team or just tying twice? Just tying twice in general. Tying I'll, the I'll, same team twice would be fun. That will never happen best. again if they manage to do that. I will. How guess. much do you think I would get make money if they if you could gamble on tying twice and against the same team in one season? Infinite. If it's happened, infinite money. <laughs> the guys at DraftKings give you DraftKings. <laughs> Everyone who owns DraftKings stock just transfers it to you. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to guess if it has happened, if a team is tied twice in one season and in the NFL, not just in football, it probably happened in the 20s or 30s. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking, too. It hasn't been for an, an extremely long amount of time. Let's see. I'm, uh, yeah. Let's see if this is something you find out. It seems like a kind of an obscure question to Google. I, I like Just it. like zero, it's, zero it's ties in like the 1930s probably happened all the time. Yeah, because everyone's killing each other. I mean, no team friggin- has ever had two times, two ties in the same season since it was introduced as a possible way to end a game. Really? How about that? Huh. Let's do it. Let's do it, guys. We're th- first team, two ties. Yeah, I think so. Oh, like two ties, like um, uh, Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future when he's in his old self in Back to the Future, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. They call him two ties because he has two ties. That's the two chains line, by the way. Is they it? call me two chains because I have two chains. That is the worst. He stinks. <laughs> All right, anything else tonight, guys? Uh, I got nothing else to talk about. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, uh, Dan, you, Dan, you got anything to say? Or are you just going to be quiet for the whole 50 minutes? <laughs> I mean, nothing to say I haven't said already, man. <laughs> with, with that, guys, thank you for listening. Please follow Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us, BBU Podboys with a Z on Twitter. Download DraftKings app. Use promo code TPPN. Woo! Ouch. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Best of us for the rest of us. Good night.